This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Flint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. It's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famers Mike Vendis joining us here Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? Well, that's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weights. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandela, our guest here. Jason Walker, deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show, presented by Helena Accommodations. The in-town five-star extended stay residences. Visit HelenaAccommodations.com. Broadcasting from the Major Mortgage Man Cave, here's Jason Walker. Happy Monday. It's the Jason Walker Show. Inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave and presented by Helena Accommodations, the in-town five-star extended stay residences. Visit HelenaAccommodations.com. Appreciate you joining us on a Monday. And coming up today, it's... um, we're going to talk a lot about Kobe Bryant. Uh, give you my thoughts. We'll give you uh, some of your thoughts. We also will chat with uh, Capital Coach Guy Almquist, who is a, a lifelong Lakers fan and Kobe fan. We'll also get his thoughts on Crosstown. And Rochelle Sayers, the women's basketball coach at Carroll College, will join us a little bit later on this hour as well. Another big Lakers fan. And big Kobe fan. So uh, we'll chat with a couple of great coaches in the state of Montana about one of the all-time greatest basketball players in the history of the game. So the news came out yesterday. Uh, we also uh, want to get your Auto Concepts Performance of the Week. We've got some nominations we'll give you. We're uh, talking rodeo as well. And also uh, on this day in history, walk-off still to come. You can watch... And listen, you can watch on the Facebook.com, also YouTube, just search The Jason Walker Show. You can listen as well, podbean.com, Network One Sports, treasurestateradio.com. If you don't have that app, download it, Google Play or the App Store. You can email us anytime, Sports at gmail.com. Don't forget to tweet us your thoughts on Kobe. You're also uh, your performance of the week, auto contest performance of the week nominations, uh, at jwalkersports, at Jason Walker Show. And uh, we got a whole lot of stuff to do, uh, to get to today, so uh, there you go. All right, so the like I said, the news came out uh, yesterday about Kobe Bryant and eight others that passed away in a helicopter crash at uh, just outside of Los Angeles. Foggy conditions, NTSB, FAA, they'll go through. They'll come up with all of that why it happened. It uh, It's crazy because I'm not an NBA fan. And I really haven't been since the mid to late 90s. But I've always been a Lakers fan. And I always respected Kobe Bryant. And then winning five titles with the Lakers as a Lakers fan, it was... It was cool. You know, the 81 points, which we just celebrated here on the show a couple of days ago. Last week was the uh, 13th or 14th year anniversary of that against Toronto. 60 in his last game. Um, 41 years old. You know, and he's fourth on the all-time scoring list. Was third, was passed by LeBron on on Saturday night. 20 seasons with the same team. And, yeah, there was, you know, there was ups and downs, no doubt about it. Everybody has those in their life. Four kids. One of them, Gianna, Gigi, 13 years old, with dad yesterday in the helicopter on a way to a practice or a game and Losing her and 
I can only imagine, and, and this was on social media a lot. You saw it on, uh, on Facebook, Twitter, everywhere. As a parent, knowing your last moments were coming with your daughter, you know, and I read something on Facebook last night, late last night, and I wish I would have saved it, but it was basically, you know, you're there for her first breath and you're there for her last. And, you know, yeah, it's Kobe and, and Gianna, but let's not forget the others on that on that flight as well. Uh, John Altabelli, longtime baseball coach at, at Orange Coast College, played at University of Houston. Um, his wife, Carrie, daughter Alyssa, also on board. And was with OCC for 27 years, four state titles, 700-plus wins. Uh, Christina Mauser, a girls' basketball coach at an elementary school, helped to work at the Mamba Sports Academy. Sarah Chester and her daughter Peyton. Peyton played basketball with Gianna. And uh, the pilot as well. Um, it's, it's just... It's a sad day in sports, and it's one of those days that you think about, where were you? And, you know, our, our, our parents or grandparents had, you know, the JFK. Um, some of our parents had, you know, where were you when Thurman Munson uh, crashed? Takeoffs and, uh, and landings, the, the Yankees catcher on an off day. Um, Roberto Clemente passing away in a plane crash on New Year's Eve. So it's it's tough. It's, um, you know, like I said, I was not an NBA fan. I'm still not. But you think about, you know, I used to be growing up. Yeah, I mean, I loved the NBA. You know, you think about in, in, in my lifetime of 44 years, you know, there's just a handful of, of names, and you don't even have to say the whole name. And you knew, you know who you're talking about. You know, you go from Dr. J, Larry, Magic, um, obviously Michael, Kobe, Shaq, LeBron. Those are the guys you think about in the last 40 years of NBA basketball. And, yeah, I know there's a ton of others. But guys that transcended the game, guys that changed the game and changed the NBA. You know, that, that dream team in 92, unbelievable. And then when Kobe comes into the league... Right out of high school, one of the few that have done it, Moses Malone, Kevin Garnett. But he brought back Showtime along with Shaq to L.A. And it's just, uh, you know, I had all this, all this, how I wanted to phrase it, how I wanted to talk about it. But as the day gone on yesterday, you just got more and more sad, more and more bummed. And my wife, who's the, one of the biggest Michael Jordan fans, huge fangirl, was, we were texting. You know, she's getting the little one to sleep, and I'm hanging out and in a different room, and she's texting back and forth with me, and she's like, I'm just getting more and more sad by this. You read stuff, you watch stuff about Kobe, about his daughter, and then you find out who the others were. The longtime baseball coach, like I said, at, at OCC, Coach Altabelli. I mean, th this is the type of stuff that you, 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 it goes through your head throughout the night. I never met Kobe, never was going to meet Kobe. But working in Colorado, working and covering television, doing sports highlights on TV, and, and every night was, you know, there was a Kobe highlight. I was in Colorado in 2006 when he scored 81 against the Toronto Raptors. Like I said, where were you when? 
you know, the Achilles. This guy tore his Achilles, shot two free throws, walked off the court on his own, and then came back and played a couple more years. His love, his worth ethic. And this is a guy that, you know, take the 20 years of basketball, as good as he was, one of the top guys, some will say the greatest. But it was it was tough yesterday. And, you know, this is a guy now that doesn't get the chance. We don't get the chance to hear his Hall of Fame speech. We don't get the chance to, you know, he loved to coach his daughter. She got him back into basketball after, you know, a couple of years after he retired. And Gianna loved the game. He called her Mambasita. And... Yeah, he's got three other daughters, his his lovely wife, Vanessa. But Gianna was the one that was going to make it in the WNBA. There was It was on social media yesterday. You can search it up. He was on Jimmy Kimmel's show not too long ago and was talking about fans would come up to him and say, hey, man, you got to have a boy to carry on the, the name, that you know, the Kobe game. And Gianna would be standing right next to him. She's like, no, I got this. I got that. I'll, I'll do it. His love for women's basketball, his promotion of women's basketball, and that's part of the reason I want to talk to Rochelle Sayers later on today, too, is, you know, Kobe promoted women's basketball, college, WNBA. And, you know, if you listen to the show, I'm a huge proponent of women's athletics. But those are just some of my thoughts. You can keep your thoughts coming in. We've got, uh, got some great tweets, got some great emails, uh, some Facebook messages that uh, rolled in since last night that we'll share and uh, much more. We're going to talk to Capital Coach Guy Almquist coming up about the Crosstown victory on Friday night over Helena High. Also going to get his thoughts on Kobe. Auto Concepts Performance of the Week. Uh, here's some nominations. Maggie Voisin winning bronze at the X Games. Uh, Jeanan Lemelin with eight threes and 30 points for MSUB in a win. Taylor England, 20 points, 11 rebounds, two straight double-doubles. Tech beat Western on Saturday night. Uh, you had some great high-game scores in the 30s in high school. Famous left hand put up 41 for Harden in a double-overtime win. Uh, Mackenzie Johnston, Taylor Galagoski, Jamie Pickens combining for 45 points, 15 each. Lady Grizz with a huge win over the weekend over Weber. Uh, some great wrestling performances as well. Uh, so keep your nominations coming in for your auto contest performance of the week. We'll get uh, that at the end of the show. We uh, also will talk to Rochelle Sayers coming up on this day in history and a whole lot more still to come. We'll talk PBR and PRCA, too. When we return here on the Jason Walker Show on a sad Monday, we're going to check in with the head coach of the Capitol boys basketball team. His name is Guy Almquist, and it's coming up next. Right here, Jason Walker Show, inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Show coming up. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. 
The holidays have come and gone, and now is a good time to treat yourself to what you really wanted, a full detail for your vehicle from Auto Concepts. Right now, Auto Concepts is offering a full detail for just $195. Or maybe you want to tint those windows. Auto Concepts does that, too. Get that tonneau cover or bed rug you've always wanted and add in remote start, alarms, running boards, lift kits, toppers, winches, bug guards, grill guards, and much more. Check out Auto Concepts on Facebook or visit the website autoconceptshelena.com. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. Everyone knows about Dinner's Done Right and the convenience of the cook and carry cuisines. It's so easy to just stop by and you have something for dinner that night. But there's also one more thing you need to know about. Dinner's Done Right grab-and-go salad bar. Yes, I said salad bar. Always the freshest ingredients along with a daily soup and nacho bar too. So the next time you are in a rush or you just want to eat healthy, stop by Dinner's Done Right for the soup, salad, and nacho bar. For monthly menus and more info, it's dinnersdoneright.com. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show, here inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave on a Monday. Can you believe the weather we've been having? It's supposed to be like 51 Super Bowl Sunday. This is January, and you know next month we're about ready to get hammered because it's going to get cold. February, March, calving season? Yep. Jason Walker Show presented by Helen Accommodations, the in-town five-star extended stay residences. Visit HelenaAccommodations.com. Still to come, Rochelle Sayers from the Carroll women's basketball team will join us. Big win for the Saints ladies on uh, Saturday night. Uh, we'll check in with her. She's a huge Lakers fan, and uh, we'll talk to her about her thoughts on Kobe passing away yesterday at the age of 41. More Kobe chat coming up as well. Get your nominations in for the Auto Concept Performance of the Week. And i uh, got some great nominations already. Um, before we get to Guy Almquist, some, uh, some thoughts coming in from our uh, listeners and viewers. Uh, Dan said Kobe was unstoppable, would set his mind to score, and he did. And you look at uh, his 81, which he had 55 in the second half. You know, they, uh, I watched a thing with Jalen Rose yesterday, and Jalen had to guard him most of the most of that game. And it's like, yeah, we you know we had 26 at the half, like eh, whatever. And then he puts up 55 in the second half and scores 81 in a win over the Raptors. You know, at the time he, uh, he also had what sixty-one or two at uh, Madison Square Garden, which was at the time the most ever. Um, impressive. Got some uh, tweets coming in as well. Keep yours coming. Uh, Brian says Kobe was never my favorite, probably because of my love for MJ. However, to the next generation, kids like mine who don't even play basketball, anything that's being shot like trash into a trash can, they'd say Kobe. Not sure if that qualifies as transcending sport, but it probably does. Brian, you're absolutely right, it does. Uh, so keep your, your thoughts of Kobe coming in at Jaywalker Sports. You can tweet us uh, there, or you can uh, email at uh, JasonWalkerSports at gmail.com. You can Facebook us and uh, a whole lot more, too. So like I said, keep them coming in. A little bit later on in the show, you know, Kobe won an Oscar back in 2018 for a short film. We're going to run that. It's uh, his... Uh, poem, Dear Basketball, after his retirement. We're going to air that a little bit later on in the show. But to uh, talk about Kobe on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline and uh, also his team's big win on Saturday or Friday night against rival Helena High is the head coach of the Capitol Bruins. His name is Guy Almquist. Now, like I said, he joins us on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. Coach? All right, Coach, I guess the, the first thing I really wanted to talk about is Guy Onquist joins us, but yesterday the tough news. And if you're a basketball fan, if you're a sports fan, and losing somebody like Kobe Bryant, how did that hit you? Yeah, that was tough. Uh, just uh, felt like a gut punch, no question about it. And uh, really, even as the day wore on, it, it sort of hit me more and more. And, of course, I had two young sons. Uh, that idolized him, you know, had his jersey, that kind of thing. And, you know, one of them's wearing his jersey at school today. And uh, it's kind of tough having those conversations of how those things happen and, and how to take 
uh, live and enjoy every day. You never know, you know, when it'll be taken from you, that kind of stuff. And, uh, it was, uh, it was a real tough day, especially as a Laker fan myself, uh, and appreciating what Kobe brought to the table and kind of looking forward to the next 40 years as to what he may have still had in store. I think it was going to be a great second act and, and we'll never get to see it. Yeah, I think uh, I think that's the the tough part. And like you mentioned, you know, uh, as the day wore on, it just got more and more. I, I don't want to say depressing or sad, but it just felt like we've you know we grew up watching this, and and we were you know adults by the time Kobe started playing. But he was that bridge between Magic and Bird, Jordan, and then Kobe and LeBron. There's five names that we think of in the last forty years of NBA basketball, and we just lost one of the greatest of all time. Yeah, just uh, it was it was definitely surreal. Just the, just the literal thought that you know we'll never get to hear him or talk or hear him talk or see him on TV again. You know, it's it's interesting. It's a person I've never met, never would have met. Um, it's amazing how he can have such an impact on people's lives and and not just uh, lives in this country, but all over the world. I think that's what makes him him different than others. Is is what an impact he made on everyone in the world from. Uh, not just in basketball either. Um, so it, it, it definitely was tough, and, and uh, yeah, uh, it's hard to get used to. What's your favorite Kobe moment, being a Lakers fan, you know, like you know I am too? And, you know, I can think of the championships. You can think of, you know, the 81. You can think of the 60. You can think of, what, 63 at Madison Square Garden. What's yours? What stands out? I think uh, when they, uh, him and Shaq won their first championship, I thought that was, uh, you know, there have been a lot of people to that point who talked about how someone like him could never win it, which, of course, proved to be ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Um, But there was a lot of that talk before him because he shot too much. He was too hard-headed. He was this, he was that. You know, well, there's not a whole lot of that discussion today, certainly. So I thought that was awesome. And then I... I watched uh, him score 60 in his final game with my two youngest boys, and and, and that I, I find hard to even believe, and I watched it. And uh, I, I I actually just heard that that was going to be replayed tonight on, on ESPN, that, that full game, and uh, I'm going to make sure I get that recorded. Yeah, you want to hold on to that one for sure. Guy Onquist joining us here on the Mike Miller State Farm uh, Hotline. One final question about Kobe, but will you can you use this now, or will you use – uh, Kobe's early passing and in, in your coaching moving forward as a, a lesson? I think so, actually. You know, every Monday we get together and, and talk about, uh, you know, we have a quarter of the week and, and we, we talk about what our, we're going to focus on for the week and uh, most of it's, you know, off the court stuff. Most of it's leadership and perseverance and, and talking about work ethic and drive. And I mean, he, 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 that was, that, he embodied all of that. Uh, I think his competitive greatness is, I don't think there's anyone, there's never been an athlete with better competitive greatness than him. There may be, maybe there were a few that were equal, the Michael Jordans of the world, the Tom Brady's of the world, but I don't think anybody's ever exceeded him, someone who was willing to put in the work and do absolutely anything and everything on a daily, hourly basis to be the best he could be. So uh, we'll talk about it a little bit today and, and, uh, uh, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting with the kids. Guy Onquist, our guest, or Jason Walker show. All right, let's uh, switch gears as we talk about your big win over the weekend uh, over Helena High, and it was close. And you knew this last week. You and I talked about Helena High was going to come out and be a very good basketball team against Capital Bruins, and they proved it. You guys ended up getting the win. But what did Helena High do early that was so that worked so well for them? Well, I just think, uh, yeah, I mean, it wasn't a surprise to, to me at all. <laughs> I've mentioned enough of these now that, that I know what Crosstown does to you. It, you know, it, uh, it brings out the best in kids, you know, typically. And, and, uh, you know, you typically, you're not going to see a team play real well in a Crosstown game, but you're going to see some performances from kids and just some amazing efforts mm-hmm. in terms of, uh, competitive spirit like we talked about and, and I, I know some of their kids and, and they're great competitors just like you know our kids are great competitors so and that that game we were trying to win that game by one or more points and uh, I was proud of our kids for just hanging in there um, you know I thought we were in control for a decent part of the game they got off to a great start hit some threes here you know to get off to a good start but we 
stemmed the tide, got up after the first quarter, and there were multiple times in the game where I thought we could have taken the lead from six to ten if we'd made some simple plays, and 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 we didn't do it. We we really struggled. We had seventeen turnovers, which is uncharacteristic of us. Um, I think it give them some credit, but I also think we were just rushing things a little bit and uh, had some opportunities that we didn't take advantage of. And, and uh, it was a great game. And, uh, again, they had a lot of pride. They had a lot of pride. And at the end, we were just able to make a few more plays. Once again, it's the youngster, Braden Cook, stepping up, making a big shot. 16 points in a game, but a big three when it was a tie ball game late in the fourth, and that helped propel you guys. Well, Shane Howard had the bucket to give you guys a lead, but the big three really changed the tide. And we've talked a little bit about Braden, and he's become big shot Braden as of late. He has. He has. Yeah, we're calling him Big Shot B over there at Capitol. And, uh, he, uh, you know, I, I made the comment that he has earned the right to be confident. And that's, we talk a lot about earned confidence. And, and he's put the work in. And he's just, he's not shy at all. He's just on the basketball court. And that's what he loves to do. So it's not that big a deal to him, really. Um, you know, and, and uh, he missed a few shots. And I thought early in the first half, he and a few of the other guys maybe took some contested shots that we didn't normally take. Um, I think just the moment set us up a little bit but in that second half. Um, you know, right before that, we'll get blocked, and probably 35, 40 seconds before that, he missed another three that was pretty wide open. It's another opportunity that doesn't even blink and just buries it. And, uh, uh, yeah, we, we're, we're pretty comfortable with him shooting at the end of the game. We've talked a little bit about Malachi Severud because he was injured, and you and I talked before the season even began about how you were anxious to get this kid into the lineup, and he's just gotten better and better. with The more playing time, the more confidence, to use that word again, that he's gotten, the better he's gotten as well to lead the team in with 13 points. Yeah, you know, he had an unfortunate injury early in the season. You know, broke his left wrist, and uh, you know, coming back, uh, off of that, he just hasn't had a conference and frankly, physically hasn't been able to do some of the things that he can do now. Um, and, and he's getting back in the form and it's just going to take time. You just have to battle through that a little adversity and just keep chopping wood and, and he'll get back there and, and all of us know, uh, how Malachi can play and, and you saw a glimpse of that. I don't think you saw the best of him by any stretch of imagination. I mean, he can put up 20 on a given night and, and the other thing I really liked about him uh, on Friday was how active he was defensively. That's what we've really been asking him to do is even if you're struggling shooting, let's, let's uh, be active on the defensive end. And he had five or six deflections, a couple steals. Uh, he, he did some great things defensively. So, yeah, the, the more comfortable he gets, he just starts to settle in. Uh, it'll certainly make us better for the long haul here. You're in a stretch of uh, five out of six at home, including four in a row, or four in a row, or maybe six out of seven at home, because you're going to be on the road a lot in February. This is a big weekend for you guys, uh, for the Bruins. You got about a month left now in the regular season. You get the uh, Flathead schools at home with Flathead and Glacier coming to town this weekend. What do you expect? Yeah, no doubt. We got we got to finish here strong at home. We got to take care of business because uh, we have our, our work cut out for us in February, as you explained, but. Yeah, Glacier and Flathead, they just played each other in a very competitive game. Flathead's been playing better late. Actually led Glacier by seven or eight points in the fourth quarter. Uh, and Glaciers, I think their record's six and three now. Uh, they've got some good wins on their belt. They went to Bozeman, beat Bozeman. Uh, you know, they played Sentinel real tough. They're, I think, leading the state in three-point shooting. So both teams are going to they're gonna be a little bit different in their approach, but they're going to come in here. It's a great opportunity for them as well. And so we have to have a great week of practice. And like I said, we need to take care of our business at home. Well, Coach, we appreciate it. And uh, times like this are always tough to chat about. Uh, you know, and like you said earlier, a guy that we never met, a guy that we weren't going to meet, but a guy that inspired so many in Kobe Bryant. And, and uh, I know that you'll use uh, his lessons in your coaching. And uh, you're a great coach as it is. But uh, we appreciate you joining us. And uh, take care. Have a great weekend of basketball. And we'll chat to you uh, next week. All right. Thanks, Jason. Coach Guy Almquist joining us a little bit uh, earlier to, today here and on Mike Miller State Farm Hotline and appreciate his thoughts on Kobe, also the big win that they got over the weekend uh, over uh, Helena High. Uh, keep your thoughts coming in. Kobe Bryant, of course, uh, that's what we're, we're chatting about today and uh, trying to make this as local as possible. Uh, a friend of mine, Brad, wrote on Facebook last night how many people wanted to be the next MJ and actually was at that level for a long time, not saying he's the greatest, 
But he took the torch from MJ before uh, and ran with it before passing it on to uh, to LeBron. Uh, Clay said, definitely one of the best on and off the court, dedicated, competitive, relentless, and iconic. Just some of the words to describe Kobe. Um, let's not forget his daughter and seven others also lost their lives in that crash. Uh, their families also lost loved ones. May God ease their pain. And uh, Clay, that's very well spoken, absolutely. And uh, we ran down the uh, uh, all of the uh, the names of those who tragically passed yesterday in that uh, terrible helicopter crash in Calabasas, California. Uh, we'll talk to Rochelle Sayers, another Lakers fan, head coach of the Saints women. Get her thoughts on Kobe and uh, moving on uh, and what his legacy meant to her and how she uses it in her coaching as well. So a whole lot more still to come. Jason Walker Show inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave. And support for the Jason Walker Show comes from Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Uh, Manscaped's redesigned the electric trimmer. Now, I don't know if you've tried this in the past, guys, but nicks and snags are a thing of the past. This is not going to happen. The Lawnmower 2.0, proprietary skin-safe technology, so you will not nick or snag. Uh, accidents, like I said, thing of the past. Do me a favor, though. Uh, get a different razor for your face or trimmer for your face. Don't use the same. That's just disgusting. And when you do order at manscaped.com, Crop Preserver, make sure you get it. Get the full package. It's, you get 20% off and free shipping using the code WALKER20. It's an anti-chafing. Crop Preserver is an anti-chafing uh, deodorant and moisturizer. So make sure you use it. Get the right tools for the job. Uh, 20% off plus free shipping. The code WALKER20 at manscaped.com. That's WALKER20 at manscaped.com. 20% off and free shipping. Enter the code WALKER20 at manscaped.com. All right, so there was some rodeo over the weekend. Uh, Denver wrapping up. Fort Worth is uh, getting close to wrapping up. Is the PRCA kicking into uh, high gear on the southern tours. Uh, the PBR was at Sacramento uh, over the weekend, and Jose Vitor Leme moved into uh, second uh, by winning at Sacramento. He is second in the standings. Jess Lockwood dropped to third after going one for four over the weekend. And uh, Matt Triplett had a pretty nice weekend there as well and uh, was up in the top ten on on Saturday. But So the PBR heads off to Oklahoma City this weekend. Meanwhile, the PRCA wrapped up at Denver, the National Western Stock Show and Rodeo. Bareback goes to uh, Mason Clements. And Wyatt Bloom out of Belgrade, former Bobcat, uh, finished seventh. Richmond champion split fifth and sixth. Saddle Bronc. Uh, went to Rusty Wright and also Brody Cress. They uh, split the win with uh, matchings ni- uh, matching 91s. It's pretty impressive. Barrel racing, uh, Carly Taylor takes the win. Bull riding goes to Brody Yuri. Sage Kimsey was second. And there were, that's, uh, now let's get to the uh, timed events. Steer Wrestling, Stetson Jorgensen gets the win. Jesse Brown, uh, former Bobcat, almost was right there. He finished a 10th off. Jorgensen 4.0, Brown 4.1. Team Roping, you uh, had Chase Tryon in 5th with his partner Brenton Hall. Clay Tryon, Jake Long split the win with Cody Snow and Paul Ease. Each had 4-2, and two. so a very nice runs there. Uh, let's see here. Tie down goes to Adam Gray. And uh, there's also, you have uh, the Fort Worth Southwestern Expo and Livestock Show going on. And there's a couple of Montanans doing well. Haven Medjid, I know, is in the semifinals, I believe. Uh, he is because he won the second round. Uh, barrel Racing, you have Lisa Lockhart. She won... The first round in her bracket and took fourth in the second round. So uh, some good showings there. And uh, that'll wrap up. When does that wrap up? February the 8th. So we got a long ways to go uh, down in Fort Worth. But good stuff. Good good stuff there. Um, all right. So still to come, Rochelle Sayers will join us. We'll check in with her here in a few minutes as uh, we'll get her thoughts on the passing of Kobe Bryant. Big win for the Saints women over the weekend up at Providence. 
And uh, there's a month left in the Frontier Conference regular season. We'll get her thoughts on that. Uh, keep your nominations coming in as well for the Auto Concepts Performance of the Week. Uh, Clarence Stewart of Plenty Coup. Owen Mercado of Sealy each put up 34. Nathan Brown of Lincoln had 38 points in a game. Uh, let's see here. We mentioned famous left hands, 41. 35 uh, for Keegan Skolrud of Glasgow. And uh, there are some other 30-pointers. Kendall Keller of Havert put up 30 for uh, the Blue Ponies. So uh, keep them coming in. Maggie Voison winning bronze at the X Games at Aspen. Uh, her first competition back. Uh, Jeanne Lemelin hit eight threes, scored 30 for MSUB in a win. Taylor England, the Frontier Conference Player of the Week again. He had back-to-back double-doubles for Tech. Got a big win, 20 points, 11 rebounds over Western on Saturday. And uh, just keep them coming in. We mentioned Jamie Pickens, Mackenzie Johnston, and Taylor Goligoski, each uh, rolling with 15 and a big win for the Lady Grizz over Weber. Keep your nominations flowing. We'll give you your Auto Concepts Performance of the Week uh, coming up here in just a little bit. Also on this day in history and uh, the walk-off. And we're going to also play Kobe Bryant's short film that won an Oscar called Dear Basketball. It's a couple of minutes long, and that is uh, coming up as well. Jason Walker show here inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave is presented by Helena Accommodations, the in-town five-star extended stay residences. Visit HelenaAccommodations.com. We're coming back. Rochelle Sayers and much more here on the Jason Walker Show. And now is a good time to treat yourself to what you really wanted. A full detail for your vehicle from Auto Concepts. Right now, Auto Concepts is offering a full detail for just $195. Or maybe you want to tint those windows. Auto Concepts does that too. Get that tonneau cover or bed rug you've always wanted and add in remote start, alarms, running boards, lift kits, toppers, winches, bug guards, grill guards, and much more. Check out Auto Concepts on Facebook or visit the website autoconceptshelena.com. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. Everyone knows about Dinners Done Right and the convenience of the cook and carry cuisines. It's so easy to just stop by and you have something for dinner that night. But there's also one more thing you need to know about. Dinners Done Right grab-and-go salad bar. Yes, I said salad bar. Always the freshest ingredients along with a daily soup and nacho bar too. So the next time you are in a rush or you just want to eat healthy, stop by Dinner's Done Right for the soup, salad, and nacho bar. For monthly menus and more info, it's dinnersdoneright.com. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the major mortgage team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show, here inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Got on this day in history. Kobe Bryant's short film won an Oscar called Dear Basketball. That's coming up. And uh, on this day in history as well. Did I mention that already? I don't know. I might have. Uh, but uh, joining us now is the head coach of the Carroll College women's basketball team, first place in the frontier. Her name is Rochelle Sayers. Coach, how are you? Hello? Did I lose you? Coach, are you there? <laughs> All right, we'll try that again here in a second. Maybe uh, we'll see if she's there. Yeah, coach, coach, you there? Oh, okay, hang on a sec. Let's switch her back over, put her back on this. Are you there now? I am here. There we go. Technology is <laughs> great when it works. It's like I, for- right. I forgot how to use it or something. How are you, Coach? <laughs> 
I'm doing well. How are you? I am wonderful, living the dream, loving life, and having a good time. So uh, I love to hear it. Yeah. Um, we're going to start off, though, uh, some, some bad news yesterday, of course, being a Lakers fan, the passing of Kobe Bryant. How did that hit you yesterday? Well, it was, uh, you know, it was right before practice. We were trying to get ready, and my daughters were, were in the office with me, and, and one of them showed me it. And um, at first I thought, that that's fake news. There, there's no way that that happened. And then pretty soon, you know, my assistants are standing there, and they're like, Coach, it really happened. Like, my phone's getting lit up. And, um, you know, like you said, as a, as a longtime Laker fan, it was, it was a really, really sad day yesterday. How did you – Get through it. And did you talk to your team about it at all? Well, I wasn't sure that they knew because, like I said, we were just getting ready to head out to practice. So they were already out on the floor. And um, and so I, I wasn't going to say anything just because I wasn't sure if they knew yet. I mean, we were literally walking in the gym to go out to practice. And, and as we were heading into the film room, Jaden Lyman said something to me, and so then I knew a few of them knew, and so we briefly discussed it. At that point, we really didn't know, you know, exactly what had happened other than there were reports that um, that he was killed in a helicopter crash. I mean, it was really within the first five minutes of any of us seeing it that we walked into practice, but I don't think it was really till after um, any of us really knew any of the details or that his daughter was was on the on the helicopter with him, and or that anybody else was in the helicopter as well. Uh, Rochelle Sayers joining us on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline as the mom of two older uh, girls who love the sport of basketball, and of course the twin boys. But what? How did? I mean, this obviously hits very, very close to you. Well, you know, it's it's funny, you know, because you think it's somebody like Kobe Bryant and and everything he meant to the Lakers organization and, and to the NBA. But really, in the last, you know, probably 10 years, he's meant a ton to women's basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a huge WNBA fan, a huge proponent of that, and as well as, um, you know, college. Um, you know, it's it's been a shot as, as also an AAU coach for his daughter's team. I mean, we were out at two tournaments this summer, uh, one in Arizona that he had his team at, and, and one in California um, where he was and. You know, every time his daughter's team was set to play, it showed cancel on the schedule, but they were just moving it to different venues just to, you know, let the girls be able to play the game without all the fans and, and people coming to see him. And so, um, yeah, it's really disappointing because that was such a, you know, he was such an amazing ambassador for all of basketball, not not just men's basketball or the NBA, just just basketball in general. When you look at, and I talked to Guy Omquist about this, the last 40 years of the NBA, you know, there's a few names, Dr. J, Larry, Magic, Michael, Kobe, and Shaq. I mean, that was, and then the now LeBron. I mean, there's not many guys that can go by one name, and that's, I mean, you know exactly who you're talking about. Oh, absolutely. And and as you know, I've, I've been a Laker fan for a long, long time, and, and so – you know, obviously, you know, I think the names that stand out are, are definitely Kareem and Magic, um, you know, and, and A.C. Green and some of those. And, and then all of a sudden you got Kobe, who was the next generation, Kobe and Shaq, who were kind of the next generation to carry that torch. And, and now you have LeBron, but it's, it's just it's like you're missing now this huge part of, of the history of, of that franchise. Michelle Sayers, our guest here, Jason Walker Show. All right, let's flip gears and talk about your team. A, a big win on Saturday night. A very tough win over a pretty good Providence squad at their place, which is a tough place to play in the McLaughlin Center. But Danny Wagner, uh, I think you said you won 30 points and 20 rebounds. She got 22 and 13. <laughs> yeah, so she was doing some sprints today. You know, I don't know why she could get the 30 and 20. <laughs> but, no, Danny, Danny had a great game. Um, you know, I – It'd be nice if we could maybe have a game where we could have like an eight-point cushion here. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it seems like every game we've had, we've been behind and had to claw our way back, or it's come down to one or two possessions. But I think, as you know, it's just the quality of of the frontier. I don't know that there's going to be an opportunity to have one of those games where you can, you know, at least feel like a lead is, is secure. Tough loss before that at Northern. Um, Northern's much improved, aren't they? They are, and, and obviously uh, they're very well coached. They're very disciplined, and, 
and another tough place I think um, to play. It's it's just a different different gym. It's kind of dark. It's very loud. They get great crowds and and you got to be ready to come in there and play well. And and we didn't have our best game. And I thought Northern played great. And that's not a very good combination when you're trying to to win a game. And so, you know, they they kind of put it to us. And and so I wasn't exactly sure how we'd come out against Providence. I I thought the kids were still pretty down after the loss. I know I was and. So I was hoping with a quick turnaround, we'd be able to, you know, turn around and, and come back and battle. And, and you know, fortunately, we, we were. This is, a, this is a different type of schedule, you guys being the lone wolf this year. So you're playing on Wednesdays and Saturdays and Wednesdays and Fridays, and I think a Tuesday was in there. But for the first time in a few years, you didn't have to go to Northern and then drive back to, to Great Falls to prep for the night after. You had a couple of days in between. How different and how nice was that compared to years previous? Yeah, it definitely helped. I think, you know, um, I was talking to Coach Mullet, and obviously they had, we, we played them, and then the next night they had to turn around and play Great Falls, who, you know, had the more prep time for them. And then uh, we turned around and played Great Falls two days later, so we had a little more prep time. So I think, you know, every team has one game where, you know, they feel like they were at a disadvantage. And then on the next, you know, the next game, they may have the advantage over the next team. So the one thing I do like about it is, you know, with the Wednesday, Tuesday games, Tuesday, Friday, Wednesday, Saturday, um, I feel like our recovery time's a little bit, you know, we have a little more recovery time. But it's it's been really tough with school. I mean, we've missed a ton of Tuesday, Wednesdays. Um, you know, we'll go to Rocky tomorrow at 3.30 and play Wednesday and we'll probably get back about two thirty three in the morning the kids will turn around and have to be in an 8 a.m class on thursday so so that part's been pretty challenging and then you know to be able to give them a good day off is, is tough when you turn around and then we play tech next tuesday and so it's tough to really feel like you can give them you know the time off that they need when you have you know such a quick turnaround you do have Rocky, uh, first one to 50 wins usually. Uh, that wasn't the case two weeks ago, though. I think they got to 50 that's first, right. and then you they came back and won. They got 50 first. I was nervous when that happened because that, that's what Wes always says. He said, well, we're about an hour from the Rock fight, first one to 50 wins. And, and uh, as soon as I saw 50, uh, I actually kind of looked down at him. We didn't make eye contact, but I was, I'm pretty sure he was thinking the same thing, and I was just like, oh, no. <laughs> they beat us to 50. That's funny. Uh, you do have Rocky this week, as you mentioned, and then a home game against Western. There's no easy games in this frontier. We know this uh, after covering it for the last six years and following it this year. Um, what's the what, what's the message to the girls as you move into the final month of the regular season here? Well, I think, um, you know, obviously we approach every game one at a time. Uh, we kind of break it up into three seasons. You know, this, we, we just finished the first conference season. Now we're in the second, and we have one more to go, you know, in, in our three rounds. And and so really, you know, we talk a lot about just great preparation if we you know, fortunate enough to make it back to the national tournament because these are like the teams you play there. Yep. You know, five-year teams went last year. And so, you know, we, we talk about, you know, every game being a different round. You know, the, the first game of the series is, is your first-round game, and then you're trying to get to the next round. And so – that's kind of been something that we've really, um, really thought about, talked a lot about. You know, we got to put all our energy and focus into the game, you know, that, that is here because the next one isn't guaranteed. If we're going to, you know, you know, we, we're going to use these conference games as kind of a practice for hopefully getting to the national tournament and, and being able to stay there a while. Well, we appreciate it. Good luck uh, this weekend. You got Rocky on the road back home Friday night to take on UM Western and the defending national champs who uh, got pounded out at LC over the weekend. LC's looking really good too right now. They, are, I mean, the whole league's looking good again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, and you get to go there twice this year. We get to go there twice. I can't wait. I know you can't. I, I'm, that's the that's the only thing I don't miss right now is having uh, to go to LC twice. But uh, I was I'm, thinking about staying in St. Regis and just making it a weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. If you do, I'll, I'll drive over and say hi. <laughs> okay, I'll let you know. That I'll is let you know how our plans uh, pan out. Beautiful. I love it. Rochelle Sayers <laughs> joining us. Good luck this week. We'll talk to you down the road soon. All right. Thanks, Jason. Thanks, Coach. Right, See you. That is uh, Rochelle Sayers. And, uh, yeah, that St. Regis trip was, uh, was one for the ages. There's no question about that a couple of years ago with uh, the guys' basketball team coming back. Uh, man, oh, fun stuff.
That's a story for another time, however. All right, on this day, on this day in history, we want to get to that. Appreciate Coach Sayers joining us on uh, uh, the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline, as I mentioned. They're at Rocky on Wednesday and then home for UM Western on Friday night. That'll be a great game. I think I might actually try to get to those, uh, both the guys and the girls. The guys, Saints guys have lost three straight, and uh, LC State men starting to separate a little bit in the Frontier Conference along with Providence. It's uh, it's becoming a two-horse race with about a month to go, and Carroll hoping to stay in that third slot. Uh, they still play LC twice. They still have Providence once more, and... Uh, It'll be a good the frontier. It, you, you're not going to get a winner until the final night of the regular season in February on both the men's and the women's side. It's going to come down right to the wire. There is no question about it. All right, let's get to on this day in history, and then we'll do our performance uh, auto contest performance of the week. But on this date in 1894, the first college basketball game was played. University of Chicago beat the Chicago YMCA 19 to 11. In 1924, Klaus Thunberg of Finland claimed three gold medals in one day at the 1500, the 10,000, and the all-around speed skating events at the very first Winter Olympic Games in France. He also won the 5,000 the day before. 1996, at the Aussie Open, Monica Seles beat Anke Huber of Germany 4-1 for her first and uh, Grand Slam victory coming back after she was stabbed. And a uh, big win there for Monica Sell. I enjoyed watching Monica Sellis play. There were some great, there's good ones now, but, you know, Monica Sellis, Gabriella Sabatini. I mean, those late 90s, early 2000s were, were awesome for women's tennis. Uh, at the 2001 uh, Aussie Open, Jennifer Capriotti won her first Grand Slam title, beat Martina Hingis. There's another one. Martina Hingis was so good. Uh, but Capriotti won 6-4 and 6-3. Still got the, what, the final quarterfinals, uh, Final eight down there in Melbourne coming up uh, this week and uh, all the action on uh, ESPN. Speaking of ESPN, coming up tonight at 7 o'clock, they will air Kobe Bryant's last game in its entirety, the uh, final game where he scored 60 and then dropped the mic on his way out of the building. Um, But, yeah, so think about that tonight. 7 o'clock tonight on ESPN. Uh, Your auto contest performance of the week has some great nominations Man, this is going to be a tough one to choose from. Um, famous left hand had 41 for Harden. Mackenzie Johnston, Jamie Pickens, Taylor Goligoski combining for 45 as they had 15 points apiece. Lady Grizz with a big win over Weber. Uh, Jeanne Lemelin hit eight threes, had 30 points for MSU Billings. Uh, you know who I think I think deserves it? I think we're going to go this way. Um, let's do Kylie Hartnett, who was named today the female cross-country Gatorade Athlete of the Year in cross-country. The Helena High sophomore, who won both the Mountain West title at Missoula and the Class AA State Championship in her sophomore year, is the Montana female cross-country Gatorade Player of the Year slash Runner of the Year. We're going to get a hold of her this week as well. Uh, but congratulations to Kylie Hartnett. I got to go auto contest performance of the week as well as, so we're going to go one and one a, um, man, famous left hand 41. That's impressive. So famous left hands is our auto contest performance of the week, along with Kylie Hartnett being named the Gatorade runner of the female runner of the year in Montana. All right, let's uh, let's get to this. I want to run it before we run out of time, and um, some final thoughts on Kobe coming up as well. Kobe passing away at the age of forty-one. Um, Dan Wetzel put a great article up on uh, Yahoo Sports and talked about uh, Kobe as a as a dad, basically. It's, it's a great read. Go to sports, uh, yahoosports.com. You can read it there. Dan Wetzel put up a great article and um, about him and his, his daughter, Gianna, who also passed away with him yesterday, along with seven others in that uh, tragic um, helicopter crash outside Los Angeles. Uh, the others, as we mentioned, uh, Kobe and Gianna, but uh, John Altabelli, his wife Carrie, and daughter Alyssa, uh, Coach Altabelli, the 27-year head coach at the uh, Orange Coast College, over 700 wins in his career. 
Christina Mauser, a girls basketball coach at a private elementary school, worked with Kobe at a clinic at the Mamba Sports Academy. Sarah Chester, her daughter Peyton Chester, played on the same team uh, daughter Peyton did with with Gianna and uh, the pilot as well, and um, his name is out there. Um, there's a video, by the way, floating around social media that shows a helicopter crashing. That is not Kobe's. And by the way, who in the world would do something like that anyway? Um, come on, people. That's Be better than that. But, I, man, I couldn't believe that And when I saw it. And then it was like, that is, thankfully, that was not the crash. Now, somebody obviously was hurt. It's a different plane crash. Don't watch it. If you see it on, on social media, just don't watch it. It's a helicopter crash. Don't watch it. All right, let's do this. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. All right, Kobe Bryant passing away yesterday at the age of 41, along with eight others, including his 13-year-old daughter, Gianna, his second oldest daughter, and uh, leaving his wife, Vanessa, and three other daughters behind, including a seven-month-old. They just had another baby last summer. Um, she's never going to know her dad, and that that is heartbreaking. Um, but Kobe won an Oscar in 2018 for a short film called Dear Basketball, and uh, we want to run it just a couple of minutes, but here it is on the Jason Walker Show. That uh, was Kobe, uh, his short Oscar-winning short film that he won an Oscar for called Dear Basketball. Uh, if you want to watch it, I'll put it up the link on uh, our, uh, our Facebook page uh, after the show. But, man, tough show. It is. It's a tough show when you lose someone that you watched and someone that I, – I, I didn't idolize Kobe. I was out of high school and, and well past into my adult life when Kobe was a star, but – He'll be missed, um, and so will his daughter, and so will the other seven that uh, tragically lost their lives yesterday in a plane crash. We thank, uh, oh, by the way, the walk-off presented by Cafe Zydeco. You can stop by 625 Euclid, and uh, starting tomorrow, open at 11 a.m. Saturdays, 9 to 3, closed on Sunday, but uh, 11 to 7 tomorrow, Wednesday and Thursday, and uh, grab a beignet. Say hi and uh, help uh, a great supporter of the Jason Walker Show with Cafe Zydeco. All right, 
We are uh, going to get uh, set to wrap things up here, and I appreciate Guy Olmquist joining us, the Capital Boys coach. Also, uh, Rochelle Sayers, the head coach of the Carroll College women. They're number one in the frontier and uh, sharing their thoughts not only on Kobe but also their teams and uh, a whole lot more. So had a it was a tough show but a fun show. Thank you. We'll see you tomorrow at 4 here on the Jason Walker Show. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.